is going on bw sports one world it is your boy the lion with brandon mallow lambert and you know it's time for mondays with mallow that's right powered by elite for that i'm sorry elite performance 765-499-1005 where the dream of elite fitness becomes a reality check zach deer and elite performance out 765-499-1005 and that turp house Clean, baby. We got the real <laughs> stuff here, folks. This is the real turp house. This is the the only turp house that should be repped. Brandon, say right. something about it. Right? You you know it all. Say <clears throat> it. Don't give don't give pain a fighting chance. Get with turp house, baby. We have medicated. We're the only <clears throat> certified and medicated vape line, specifically engineered for combat sports. <clears throat> so, there you go. Give them that. Give them the uh, website. Because I don't want to say Herp it wrong. Turphouseclear.com. T-E-R-P-H-O-U-S-E-C-L-E-A-R.com. Promo code BWSports1. 20% off every order. Not just one time, but every order. Again, boom. BWSports1. Thank you. Boom. Love it. Now, Mallow, this is a special interview today. We don't do these normally. I love when they happen. You know, there's been some uh, beef, some static, some rumors, some some uh, drama per se in the bare knuckle world with a specific uh, <laughs> management company, management team, however they, you or anybody else would like to call them. And there was a falling out. And now we have Susan. Welcome to Mondays with Mallow. How are we doing? We're doing good. How about you guys? Hey, yeah, we're here. We're here. We're ready. So let's uh, let's just start out flying. So what was the breakup for? What happened? What what caused the the separation from you and BKM? Um, Okay, a separation. well, it all started with BKFC 17. So <laughs> um, it kind of started because Paul had me pay for some business, legitimate business expenses. And like what? Um, well, um, I had to fly to Maryland to go pick him up. That's and why then, you Maryland. Okay. That's why I flew to Maryland. And um why else would i fly from maryland from oklahoma yeah that's what i was thinking okay that makes sense well and the reason that you had to fly there is because paul is on a no-fly list he can't get on an airplane paul is on a no-fly list he said because it was of a uh he used to have a drug problem and he said that um so it was because of drugs but exactly um, it had to be smuggling or said. something because you don't just get a no fly for doing drugs. 
Um, that's Eastern what he, he said was for a smuggling thing. So, um, gotcha. and he said he's been on that list for like 10 years, but that's, that's what he told me. So it's, it's hearsay. I don't know what actually happened. Well, it's not hearsay. What he told me. It's documented public fact. So yeah, it's, it, you can look it up. It, it's, it's on record. He, he's, he's, he's a fucking heroin addict and he's a heroin yeah. trafficker. So. That's what he told me. And then they told me that I had to book the flight because their credit cards wouldn't go through. But they went through. (laughs) They told me they went through this app and they told me that the flyer had to be um, the same person that this app that they were using to book the flight through was the same. It had to be the same person, which was a bunch of BS to me because I'm like, well, I've booked travel for many years. When I worked at the university, this it wasn't making sense to me. So you know, I was like, okay, well, we're gonna make this happen. I went. I really was excited to go. So I was like, okay, well, I'll do this. Okay, um, so you fly to Maryland to pick to pick Paul up for the BKFC match that is down in Biloxi, Mississippi. Well, correct. I know. Right, okay. right. That doesn't make any sense, right? And uh, so I get to the airport in Maryland and I wait for four hours um, because I wasn't going to book the car. But then I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm stuck in Maryland. <laughs> so you're saying that you had to fly to Maryland <clears throat> to pick him up in a rental car that you had to pay for. Wow. Um, well, they were supposed to have had it taken care of. He was supposed to meet me at the airport. So not only did I wait, I was going to say, suppose it and did is two separate things. So yeah, so I waited four hours at the the Baltimore airport, and before I got frustrated enough, well, I wasn't four hours at the airport because I I took a shuttle over to the car rental place because they told me where the car rental place was. So I took a shuttle over there, and then like I said, I waited two or three hours, and you know this guy was like just giving me the runaround. So finally, I'm like, well, I'm in Maryland. I'm stuck at this shuttle place. You know, might as well get the car. (laughs) So actually, it was after I talked to Jules, and Jules said she was going to cover half of it, is what she told me. Okay, so we got the the flight to Maryland from Oklahoma. Uh We have the rental car to pick Paul up and drive you guys down all the way to Biloxi, Mississippi. All on your dime, correct? To Birmingham, yeah. Well, who, who paid the gas? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, to Birmingham. Oh, I wasn't paying for anything else. After the car, like, like it was, yeah, I was like, I'm not paying for anything. You can pay for everything. <laughs> so he paid for the gas? Yeah, he pay, well, I filled up twice, but he paid for the rest of the gas. Now, so. now, come on, hold on here. Anybody knows that it's going to take about two, two fill-ups, maybe a third to get from point A to point B. So you did pay for two tanks of gas and then he may have paid yeah. for a third. Okay. Yeah. So we have, again, let's start over real quick, Brandon. <laughs> we have a flight from Oklahoma to Maryland. We have wasted time. We have a rental car fee. We have gas. Oh, not only that, not only that, but once I, like I got the rental car, he gave me the wrong address. So I set up these apartments for another four hours and uh, before he gave me his correct address to go pick him up. 
So that's a total of eight hours wasted in Maryland. I was livid. And like, he was afraid that I was going to beat him, beat his ass, honestly. Okay. So we have all that we've already explained as far as fees going out, plus at least an eight hour day wasted that you didn't get paid for, correct? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So once you guys. And I took time off from work and I just started a new job. So I didn't get paid for the three days I took off. So, so once you get to Birmingham, what happened? Um, okay, so once we get to Birmingham, that was a nightmare of a ride, by the way, because he's like hitting on me and he's just being slimy. And during the trip too, he's like calling and bumming money off of people and having who did he bum, who did he bum money from? Whoever would give him money. His dad paid for our hotel room in uh, Birmingham. And well, I believe on, you told me that you had to share the room with Paul. Hold on. Yes, I got there and he had a double room. So I was like. Hold on. Who did, who did you say paid for the room? His dad. Wow. Because I'm, I'm hearing that he's a, he gets money from a trust fund. I'm not going to say who sends him the money. But he's related he did to tell me, he did tell me he had a trust. That's yeah, what he it, told me. Yeah. Because he's related to somebody with a lot of power, somebody that we all know. And the rumor is is that person is giving him money from the trust. So, <laughs> so you y'all want to elaborate on this for me? Help me out yes, here. I can't right now, but gotcha. I can't right now, but I'm telling you right now, whoever's listening, if you're the person giving him money. Your name's going to be mentioned because I know who you are and I'm not scared of you. And I'm going to put this to bed because I'm tired of people fucking with athletes. Okay. Mm-hmm. My, one of my dear friends is suffering from mental illnesses due to fighting and he's being made fun of. He's lost his family over it. And I'm not going to have anybody else that I know or associated with fucked up this way. So if you're a promoter, a manager, a fucking another fighter and you're fucking people over, I will expose you. I fucking promise you. So this shit needs to fucking stop. And it needs to stop now because I know who you are. And I'm about to play your fucking name out on everybody. So quit giving that slimeball motherfucker's money. He's taking advantage of people. He just took advantage of Susan. Yeah, me and Susan's had our differences. But one thing that I can't stand is people taking money and time away from single fucking mothers. It's hard enough. And I agree. She takes time off of her job that she just got because she's excited about this opportunity to work with a management company and to deal with fighters and to do things that she's that, that makes her feel proud. And she takes time off of work with trust on this stupid cocksucker after I done told her not to trust him. And then he fucks her. And then he tries to fuck her. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah, I was going to say it was kind of it sounds like it was a setup to really try that the whole time. 100 percent. He's there, a you, slime ball. Fuck. Yeah. So. You guys get to Birmingham. You find out you got one room. You find out you got to share the room with them while you're there. I know that you mentioned somebody who was uh, uh, borrowed money from. Do you want to uh, tell I don't, Brandon? I don't know if you know, but Susan had mentioned somebody's name to me a couple days ago saying that he borrowed money while he was there from who, Susan? Man, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna throw that name out, but he, he told me he got money off of Dave. 
So, I mean, I don't want to throw that out there, but that's what he said. He says a lot of things about Dave. True. I mean, I don't know if that's true. I know he came back with a $100 bill, so he got it from somebody. Who carries around $100 bills, as you could think of? I sure as hell don't. I'm I'm telling you, like, I'm about to blow the lid off of this motherfucker soon, bro. Like, that's why I wanted her to come on here. And tell her side so people know that I'm not bullshitting. I'm not doing this shit because I'm salty. I'm not doing this shit because I'm mad. I'm not mad. And you've been saying this for a while now. Yeah. But I just keep finding little bitty snippets of shit. And I'm like, no, that can't be right. And then when I go to connect the dots, the line is right fucking there. So I hope this person's listening. Because you can threaten me. You can do whatever the fuck you want, but I will mention your name all over Hell's Half Acre because what's going on is fucking illegal. I'm not going to have it. Speaking of illegal, <clears throat> BKM supposedly says that they're a management company and whatever else. Are they a legal company, Susan? Honestly, I don't know. I didn't have a contract with them, so pretty much everything I was doing for them was volunteer. Um. So, uh, that they were, I was told by Jules that they were filed um, as a company in Delaware. No, so I mean, to me, that doesn't make any sense, though, because I just I'm in the process of starting a business and usually do it in your home state. Yeah, um, you can you can look so, up business names in Delaware. So when we get off of here, I'll get on there and look up the Secretary of State, and I'll look up the business name, Bare Knuckle Management, and see if it's on there in Delaware. I doubt it is. Yeah. But you got a computer, you could probably do it. But are are they the ones? Because when you say, you know, I was technically volunteer, it sounds like you were told that. Is that something that they told you that since you didn't sign a contract, you were a volunteer? Um, well, I didn't sign a contract. They were they he said that they were going to we were going to do a contract and I was going to get a percentage of the company. But from my understanding, I've, I've never seen any revenue come in and they had me they had me start working on sponsorships. And I was going through that process. I had uh, found a sponsorship agreement that we could use. I got it approved by Jason, which is the attorney. Um, Then, um, you know, moving forward, um, I was getting logos and working through the process uh, with sponsors and with um, our team. Um, And then it came to the part where, well, I needed to find out where the money should be sent. So, and Paul had told me, when we were driving from Alabama that or driving to Alabama, uh, that he doesn't have accounts. He, he goes just different ways. He had people send money to my bank of America account. Well, you can't see it, but it says no record. Yeah. I figured that was going to happen. <clears throat> well, so, well, that's the thing though, Susan, because how company, how management companies make money is either through sponsorships or when their fighters fight. And you know as well as I do, if you have 78 people on your roster and only three of them are fighting, you're not making very much money. So how are you paying? I know. Go ahead. You're, yeah, you're not. So anyway, I got stuck in the sponsorship process because there wasn't any bank accounts. And I didn't feel comfortable moving forward with having them send money to somebody's Venmo or something like that. So I told on, them hold on, hold on. I have a question now. So you said they don't have any bank accounts. Crazy. They're supposedly a business and they don't have a business bank account. 
Where does the money go to from the BKFC or any other organization when one of their fighters fight on an organization? I don't know. I didn't deal with that piece. I don't know yeah, where they're having money sent. So the uh, Paul said right that they fighters. Do they go straight the to check, them? Yeah, the check yes. goes right to the okay. fighters. Um, okay. Oh, oh my gosh! Don't even get me started on that. That was such an embarrassment. I I have to apologize to Mike Richmond because it was horrible. Um, because you know they said that we had sponsorship money, and then we didn't get uh, Richmond's T-shirt, his walkout T-shirt. The banner wasn't made. Um, so like you know. You know, and Richmond's staying focused the whole time. Like he's just solid, and then like and professional. And you know, he did his job. He he trained. He went in there. You know, put on a good show, and he did what he was supposed to do. And then on our end, like we didn't have his stuff together. There was also like some sort of patch that was supposed to be on. He had a vest, and that didn't get done either. So, and then Paul's phone quits working at BKFC 17, so he's using my phone. <laughs> yeah, this is a, manager, a manager that can't fly, doesn't have a license and can't drive, doesn't have a fucking business license, doesn't have a manager license, doesn't have a fucking bank account. Guys, what the fuck are you doing? What Dude, the fuck are you doing? Now, Brandon, you being a fighter... I'm from the fighting world for a while now. You know, I never became professional. I always handled shit on my own. But to me, wouldn't you research the company that you're that's wanting to sign you before you sign with them? <clears throat> Not if you're an amateur one and three. Why do you why do you think they're going after these fucking these these low these low level people? Because when you're an amateur and you've won one fight out of four or five. And somebody says they can get you into the big show and they're going to make you a superstar. You're not going to fucking check them out. You're going to run to them. And that's why I have such a problem with this. Because every time he advertises BKM, like look at his name, Bare Knuckle Management. So he's only a manager for BKFC. He only puts people into BKFC. That is it. That's not a manager. That's a feeder. That's somebody that you go to. That, that's somebody that a promotion goes to and says, hey, can you got a guy I can fuck up? I got a guy I want to build up. Yep. So all those one and three, one and four amateurs, the reason that I'm that I'm so gung-ho about this is they're going to go in there and they're going to get their fucking head knocked off two or three times, and then they're going to stop fighting. Mm -hmm. Or worse, because who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really worried about them getting brain damage or anything. Because No, no, no. Not, I'm just saying but like, the career could be done really quick. A hundred percent. I mean, bad cuts, scars, shit like that. Amateurs shouldn't be coming in here doing this. You shouldn't be making your pro debut unless you've had like like Jared Grant. Jared Grant had like 60 fucking amateur fights. Right. Okay, you want to debut professionally in bare knuckle? Bring your little ass on up here. And he's proved that he belongs there. But if you're a one in four Amy, you don't turn pro into bare knuckle. And any manager is like, hey, I'm going to make you a superstar. They need to be fucking punching their Paul needs to get in there and get hit with bare knuckles to see what it feels like. That way he knows what he's putting these kids up in there. Like, I don't Has he ever fought before? He said he has like 70-some 70, 70 fucking pro fights or amateur fights or some fights, but he won't fight you. He won't fight me. He's oh, so you did see that. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, this motherfucker needs to go away. I'll, I'll shut up about bare knuckle management if Paul gets the fuck out of town. Jules, Jules would learn... 
she she could be good. She could learn the ropes. But if she's going to learn from Paul, then we don't need her in the industry. I would rather her learn by herself from trial and error. I would much rather see her and Susan manage fighters than have anything to do with Paul. If Paul was the fuck out of here, I wouldn't have anything to say bad about nobody. But when you got a guy that, I mean, he lies to cover up his lies. So what's the connection between him and Jules? Where did that connection come from? Does either one of you guys know? Like, where did she come into Paul's? Okay. Jules is Fred Pierce's sister. I knew there was some type of relation. So Fred's badass, dude. I love Fred to death. I love Jules. Jules is a good good person. So all all the beef that I was starting wasn't at her personally. It was the plain fucking fact that she's not a manager. So you can't go around telling people you're a manager when you have no license and you have no experience. You, you can't do that. I never said shit about being a bare knuckle fighter until after I walked out of that ring. I didn't put bare knuckle fighter on my shit until after I fought. Right. You know what I mean? So like you guys need to wake up. Like I hope Mike sees this interview and gets the fuck out of town fast. Well, I mean, they do have two of the top uh, names in the sport. You know, Mike Richmond and yeah. Christine Fiera. Yeah, I mean, Chris- right there. Christina's best friends with Jules, so that's that's why Christine happened. Yeah, Christine didn't. She don't know shit about Paul. She don't care about Paul. She came over there to support Jules. She's a, she's a she's a good friend of Jules. Um, I don't know how they landed Richmond, um, but Mike will beat the fuck out of everybody in there um, if if they fuck with him. Mm-hmm. Like Mike will beat the shit out of Paul. So, and the only reason that Paul brought uh, Crystal and Doug with it with him is so Doug would fuck me up if I tried to fuck with Paul. He uh, he brought he brought Doug Marshall there to be his bodyguard over me. So this was kind of like a, a Suge Knight. Actually, move. actually, he he didn't bring anybody there because they paid their way there. They didn't well, pay for anybody to come. No, he didn't pay for them. I know that. No, but he he was walking with them at the weigh-ins. He walked in with him, was walking around. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, so, um, yeah, but, yeah, keep, so, uh, you, so he owes you on, on, the, on the trip there, and then instead of paying you, he fires you. Um, okay, so what happened was we came back, and, like, I kept, be- like, trying to get things moving. Um, Okay, now the process that that Paul was doing with all these behind the scenes transactions, I had a very candid conversation with Jules and I told her, I was like, you know, I have my master's degree in accounting and I took classes in fraud and forensic accounting. And I told her, I was like, um, that is money laundering. Whenever you hide the source of your revenue, that is money laundering. And I told her that straight up. And I was like, I'm not going to be doing business with y'all if we don't sit down and have a, can- a conversation about this because I don't want my name tied to this. Well, unfortunately, your name was tied to it for a little bit. Um, and it's like brought you it brought your life more drama than what you really wanted. Obviously, um, anybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had no drama, drama before BKM. <laughs> So, okay, let me hear. This is what the question I have for you right now, Susan, is if you're able to talk to a fighter right here on the screen, whoever's at BKM right now, what would you tell those fighters that are signed, contracted under BKM? 
Well, first of all, they know that I love them, but I would, I don't want to straight, come out and say straightforward to leave them, but I mean, definitely watch your back. And if things don't look right, you know. Well, my question ask is, questions. my question is, like Brandon said, you know, we are, we like the fighters. I mean, the fighters are what makes these organizations overall, period. If you don't have fighters, you don't have an organization to put on shows. So we want these fighters and these athletes to be taken care of. Now, David Feldman is putting in together a pension plan, and I don't know how far that is, but I know it's, it, it's in the works. Um, that right there alone will help. <laughs> these athletes later well for right now while they're yep go ahead brandon yeah but well so let me ask you about this though so if we're doing a pension program how much pension you think is going to happen for a fighter that's making 1500 bucks that fights two or three times oh and it well that was what i was kind of getting at because i know that some of these uh contracts that they come into the big kfc are you know 750 1500 or whatever and that's a three fight deal and you get paid the same amount correct i think it's like an uh, i think it's i think it's a scale i'm not sure okay but but the whole thing with this pension shit this is just going to be for the people that don't need it they're going to be for the millionaires that are bringing in the shit for the company like it's not going to be for the tom dick and harry's that come in here and and you know fight four or five times and and keep losing you know it's not for the drew liptons and uh, and the uh, you know uh whoever in the fuck else, you know, I, no disrespect. I'm not saying Drew sucks or anything. I'm just saying like, you know, he's, I think he's fought, you know, five or six times and I don't think he's won yet. So I know they're not paying him, you know, $10,000 a fight. Right. So how much are you going to put back for a guy that you paid, you know, 10 grand to, you know, like, so the pension thing, it, it, that shouldn't bring a lot of people. Like, I'm not talking shit about it, but you need right. to look at it realistically. Like it's a good idea. In theory it is. Well, yes, but, it's a good idea, but. I get what you're saying wholeheartedly. I mean, I, I'm just being a realist. Like, yeah. I'm just tired of people like thinking that they're gonna get, you know, like, oh yeah, this is gonna be like I can retire. No, you can't. You can't make a living off fighting no. unless you're fucking good. Well, yeah, then, exactly, because that's when the sponsorship money comes in, and that's where fighters and a lot of athletes exactly. make their retirement is I mean, in those endorsements. I mean, Knuckle Mania, right? I spent. Oh, sorry about the lights. I I, I spent about seven thousand dollars on my training camp. I got paid fifteen hundred, and I got fined five hundred of it for missing weight. So I got a thousand dollar check for spending seven. Mm. Thankfully, I own my own business and I can afford to do that. But these other dudes can't. Right. You know what I mean, and that's why I don't like about this, Paul. You got you got BKM saying, okay, we're going to get you financial help. We're going to get you spiritual help. We're going to get you nutritional help. We're going to get you workouts, personal training, all this. Well, where in the fuck are you going to pay these guys from? If you're not, if your guys aren't fighting, where are you paying these guys? How are well, they getting paid? Supposedly, Susan had told me, and I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'll believe I'm correct on this. You had told me that they did have sponsor, quote unquote, they told you they had sponsorship money, but nobody ever saw it. And again, it obviously went to somebody's pocket habit something hmm yeah what we should do is figure out who those sponsors are and reach out to those sponsors and figure out who they paid because that money needs to go to the fighters yep absolutely i absolutely 100 percent agree there is no there is no reason that a management company should have sponsors that aren't paying the fucking fighters 
Not at all. That's not how that's not how sponsorships work. And then on another note of sponsorships, <clears throat> when your managers are telling you they're going to get you sponsors, they also need to be teaching you how to keep those sponsors. Sponsors aren't just around to give you money. Sponsors are around to, to make money, to help yep. you in your career, for you to help them. You have yep. to market their products. You have to make those posts. It's branding. If, yeah. If, you're, if, you're mar- if, you're mar- if your management team isn't helping you do that, they're not doing shit for you. Because yeah, it's a mutual beneficial relationship is what it, it is. Be. It so. should be. Now, I don't believe that management teams should work together because uh, there is a there is I don't care how you want to cut it, but there is a competitiveness. You know yep. what I mean? So but I, I don't believe that management companies should work against each other either. Like I like the idea of sharing sponsors and stuff like that, because that doesn't hurt anything. You're not hurting anything that way. But, you know, intermingling fighters and shit like that, I don't like because then you can start talking about contracts, what you're mm-hmm. getting paid, what they're getting paid, and it can cause problems. Yep. But, you know, managers working together with sponsorships, I'm all for. Um, if it's going to the right person. Exactly. As in the fighters. Yeah. And, you know, managers shouldn't be getting involved in beef either. You should not be trying to defend your fighter. That is a fighter's job. A fighter's job is to sell fights and to fight. A manager's job is to get the fight and get the fighter paid and get sponsors. Stay the fuck offline. Quit trying to be, you know, P. Diddy all up in the videos and posts. <laughs> you know, like, <clears throat> you know, just. Chill. No, if they want to do that, you get a PR person to handle all that. Exactly. I mean, but, you know, uh, I mean, is there any other shit that I brought up before? that you can corroborate Susan, like, like all the slimy shit. Cause I, I know you don't want to get super dog dog down into detail. And you know, that's what we're like, here for. Honestly. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> you to know, an um, extent. Yeah. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to get you buried or anything, but like, I, you know, people need to know, like, especially these female fighters, you know, they, if he's being nasty in that type of way, females need to know, especially in this day and age, you know what I mean? Like, because you're not the first person he's done that to, I guarantee. Probably well, you know the whole, the whole Me Too movement. I've heard him say some things about some of our fighters that, you know, like, has definitely been questionable. Like what? Well, just talking about which ones he wanted to sleep with and, which, and things of that nature. <laughs> what names did he say? Have you, have, you, have you checked out the BKM female roster? Come on now. <laughs> I mean, it does look like a bunch of modeling modeling fighters, I guess. But I, I want to know. I would. I think the world needs to know, and the fighters, these girls, need to know uh, if their names being thrown out in harassment. Well, there was a connection with um, one of one lady that's supposed to be doing uh, uh, helping with their apparel line. I, I know that particularly. He said that. I, maybe you've seen pictures. She's she's into like pole, the poles and stuff. What's her name? Um, uh, I think it's it's. I don't, so there's let's so be girls. honest. Let's be honest. I if think you're it's trying not to burn low. bridges. If you're trying not to burn bridges, Susan, the bridges obviously have been burnt on the other end. So there's no bridge. <laughs> to oh my! Oh my gosh! They have been saying horrible things about me, which are none of them are true. So. Well, they say terrible things about me too, and only half of them are true. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's let's honestly let's give these girls a, a shout to let them know what's going on. 
They need to know. Um, they need I to know, be aware. Yeah, I, I know another one was Nadja, which is the, the Serbian girl. Um, so I know her too. 19 year old, you mean? Mm -hmm. Are you she's serious? fucking 19. Yeah, she's 19. Yeah, I said, I said, Paul, isn't she your, uh, isn't she your daughter, isn't she your son's age, around your son's age? So I was like, yeah, that's, that's kind of gross. Who else? Uh, I don't know. He's mentioned so many. Name them all. So many different. I Name mean, them all. pick somebody on all. the roster. <laughs> but those two, for sure, I remember him because it just, you know, because Naja, because she's so young. And, um. And and definitely the the pole girl. So fucking sick bastard. Mm. So and then that girl that uh, Dan, that girl that he was sent those message to, she told me that he he has like five or six accounts, and she had to block all of them. So he he uh, at BKFC seventeen, he messaged some girl from my account from my Facebook account because yeah, I so, left my laptop in the hotel room. Let, let explain this a little bit because I don't know if Brandon knows this, and and a lot of other people need to know this if they're going to leave personal belongings around this guy. Honestly, I mean, it sounds like obviously he's a creep and all that, but I want to know, you know, tell names, tell things. Let's let's let people know this so. You got to understand that these girls, these women's lives could be at stake. Their, their livelihood, their reputation, just like yours was. So let's lay it all out. I just they they need to be safe and they need to be careful. I mean, and I, I know Jules was wanting to stack or, you know, pretty much make up the women's division. But at the same time, you know, uh Paul is kind of slimy, so. Well, I mean, it should be a red flag right now where he has a brand new employee that he, you know, couldn't wait to bring on and shout out, did this and that, and then never paid her. And then when she wanted paid, he starts talking shit about her. That should be a red uh, flag. Much, right yeah. And um, then, like, uh, because, like, there had been in the works that I was going to start um, some apparel, fighter apparel. Um, and he told me that I had a non-compete in my contract, a contract I've never saw. Um, so I kind of stopped. Did you sign anything? Did you no, sign I never anything? signed anything. Then what the no. fuck is he? Did, what the fuck can be? He's mentally retarded, bro. He's mentally retarded. So, so then, like, we got back. Yeah, when we got back and I'm out money, I'm like, well, I need to start working on some things so I can make money back. Um, so I'm going to start doing like, I'm going to go back to doing the apparel thing. Um, me and uh, a friend, uh, are going to start a podcast and, um, some other companies have reached out to me about wanting me to work with them on sponsorships. So, and I also want to start on doing uh, fighter photography. So, uh, I mean, so. you know, Good luck to you in your in your future endeavors. Um, you know, I hope that this does turn in the right direction for you. I appreciate you being honest. Is there anything else that we're missing that we need to discuss besides the point that I am going to bring up that there was a I don't remember which podcast it was. I apologize, but a couple of nights ago they were talking about it was it was Paul, it was Jules. And I kept asking a question. Oh, about Bobo, the sponsorships for Bobo, Bobo and for Brit. Bannon, 
was promised sponsorship from BKM sponsors. Two days before the fight, they start ghosting everybody. Britain couldn't get a hold of anybody. As you have told me that nobody can seem to get a hold of Paul and Jules. Now. Oh, yeah. Most of the roster told me they, can, they can't get a hold of them ever. Well, um, okay, so you didn't know anything about the Britain and Bo deal. I did not know until that podcast. Until yeah, I asked four times on there. And nobody yeah. would answer. And obviously, I know Brandon and I were watching it, and it was just a it was a clusterfuck of of mumbling and jumbling, and that's exactly what it was because they couldn't answer any question. Um, you know, I don't know Jules. Okay, Brandon, Susan, you guys know Jules obviously way more than I do. I'm gonna take your you know I'm gonna take your side on this and say Jules is a good person given the right circumstances. So I, I, will, I, mean, I will say this though. I will say this though. Um, behind the scenes, there's lots of drama and I feel like that she caused a lot more drama, particularly between me and someone else. You and um, who? Brandon? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, because she would feed me stuff. And then of course, then there was beef and I just, I felt like that, you know, stuff happened that shouldn't have. She's an so, for sure. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And the other thing is, is that there's no follow through. Um, like I said, when I got back, Obviously. I was wanting, I was wanting to legitimize everything. And I'm telling her as I'm trying to set up this company, I was like, well, you know, it's super easy to get a tax ID number because they were wanting to do apparel. I was like, we need to get revenue coming in, and. You know, I was pretty much left on unread. <laughs> Never got back to me. And I mean, that stuff, I'm not a partner in the company. I, I can't even set up a bank account. I mean, but they, or but a tax ID. Earlier, but you said earlier that they, Paul said that he was going to give you partial ownership in the company. Is that correct? Um, He said a percentage. Yeah. That's, that's so. a percentage is partial. I know, but you have to have more ownership in it to, to do those things. So No, I'm not. And I never saw that, a contract. So. For somebody to automatically come to somebody and say, hey, I'll give you a percentage of my my company. <coughs> I mean, I, I, I've never wanted to do that in my life with BW Sports 1. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. Brandon, do you understand any of that part? Oh, I mean, I, well, I mean, if you I don't, do. if you don't have any money, uh, that's typically what companies will do in the beginning. You'll get um, a percentage. I get or, that. Or if the company doesn't exist, like, that's I'm what I was leaning towards. Half of my Lamborghini. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. So. Know, the passenger or the driver's side? No, you, you you take the pick. I'll take the one you don't. I'll take the half that you don't want. You know what I mean? Like that. That's that's the Paul Tyler. When you don't yeah. have anything, you'll give everything. Right. So this motherfucker can't get from from Baltimore to Birmingham to support his own fighters without somebody's help. And you guys think he's going to help your career? Are you out of your fucking mind? And then, you know, he blasted me, too. I mean, like, completely char uh, character assassination, too. Like, all the stuff they wrote about me. Dan, the messages I sent you. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's great. And just so you know, I never talked to Paul. We didn't we didn't make up in fucking Birmingham. <laughs> I, I told him to come after after Washington sucker punched me. I, I, I yelled at somebody and told him to go find Paul because I was ready to fight then. 
but Paul Tyler. <laughs> I wish he would have. That would have been. Fun. I, I, I guess. I guess that. maybe I'm either not necessarily confused on this, but maybe I'm just. Uh, I'm reading what's there, but I'm not answering it myself. How does an organization such as the BKFC allow somebody like this to represent that organization in the way that he does? Now, granted, I understand we're not saying that BKFC um, hired Paul or BKM or anything like that, but you're still working with the company, supposedly. Well, well I'm, I'm going to put it this way. If I had a sleazeball telling people that he was – hiring people for my company i would publicly tell that motherfucker to shut his mouth and not to mention me or my company's name but that's not happening is it sure not hmm. so can everybody read between the lines i mean hmm. I, I read between the lines a little bit ago it's my job i'm trying like to get said, it out like, like i said this shit's fucking stops so or i'm going to expose it all period and you know, guys, it's going to happen right here. Right here on Mondays with Mallow. So I hope this gets shared around, and I hope the individuals involved all see it. I know what's going on, and I'm willing to keep it under wraps if it fucking stops. But if it doesn't stop, I'm telling everybody because I'm tired of this shit. Fuck Paul. Well, the Fuck athletes need to know. So we'll do it like this. Paul Tyler. Sorry. No. Paul Tyler either, either leaves the industry, and I shut up. Paul Tyler fights me and I shut up or you keep doing what the fuck you're doing. And I expose everybody period. There's the three options. Sounds like pretty fair options. I mean, A, B or C it's Paul. It's your pick. Um, You know, I I don't know you for paid. I want Susan paid before the end of the month. I think she should be, but they're going to say that she was a volunteer. They're going to say this, that, and the other. No, I know. I know. It's not. It's not the moral thing. It's not the right thing, but that's exactly what their excuse is going to be. If Paul Tyler doesn't pay Susan before I see him at another event, I'm going to physically assault him. I'm going to go out of my way to physically assault you, Paul. Don't need you to go to jail, man. I need you on Mondays. I'll be out out Monday morning. You can hit me up on the way out. Like I need my phone by ten, dog. So I, I've had it with Paul Tyler. Like I, I knew he was a piece of shit, but the fact that he's, you know, see what he wants to do is get these foreign fighters over here so he can fucking room with them and take advantage of them. I ever, I ever hear of you taking advantage of a female, Paul. I am going to physically rape you on live TV. I will put it on Facebook Live, and I'm going to penetrate you to show you how it feels. Because I know what kind of creepy fuck you are. And I'm comfortable with my sexuality where I can fuck a man. And no, I'm not going to enjoy it. But I'm not going to enjoy it a lot less than you're not going to enjoy it. I tell you that. Ouch. You hear me? Ouch. <laughs> Susan. I hate Seriously? this motherfucker, dude. Like, I, 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 oh, I, I we... rarely hate human beings. Right. I hate Paul Tyler so much, I'm willing to fuck the man. You so heard you it here, stop, folks. You better stop fucking with girls. And stop saying that creepy ass shit about women and quit looking at them creepy and undressing them with your fucking beady, creepy ass, greasy eyes. I'm gonna beat your fucking ass, Paul. I swear to God, I'm gonna beat your ass. You heard it. Message sent. I, I hope you listen. Hate him, dude. Oh, I hate his guts. Susan, do you have anything else that you would like to express on here to any any information, any knowledge that you want to throw out? 
Um, Are you sure? Hard, because you hard lesson learned. I will say this: a hard lesson learned. You know, uh, do your research. Definitely to the fighters, do your research. Know who you're working with. You know, I was just excited because I wanted to work with fighters, and I, you know, wanted to be part of something bigger. You know, so. Sometimes being being with something bigger means you take a little smaller step at a time. But I'm not yep. trying to rub it in on you. You've learned. You've seen the uh, the bad side of the combat sports world to it. Uh, I mean, to a T, obviously, compared to what everybody's saying. And what Brandon and a lot of other people have been saying for the past month or so is obviously coming full circle and is coming known to the public more and more. So. Well, here, there you here, go. And here's your bigger thing, Susan, is you're going to save a lot of people's careers. Yep. And you're going to save a lot of women from being fucking mistreated by telling your story. Yep. Because, like, I don't really believe a whole lot of people. I mean, you've had our differences. But the shit that you say about Paul, I believe you. And a lot of other people are going to believe you. And you yep. can save somebody, I'm telling you. Because one day, this fucking creepy fuck is going to touch somebody. And they're not going to know what to do. And they're going to be raped and it's going to ruin their fucking life. Mm. And I, I do not want Paul Tyler to have that satisfaction, that greasy slime ball cocksucker. So mm. anytime that you get a chance to tell your story, you need to tell it because you're not doing justice to any of the fighters that you support by not telling your story. Let alone yourself. You were taken advantage of, you were financially raped and Everybody needs to know about it. This fucking piece of shit. I swear to God. I see you, Paul. I'm smacking the dog shit out of your Danny DeVito looking ass. Like, I do not like this motherfucker, dude. He's, he's supposed to be he's supposed to be at the uh, at the fucking Paranoco Hall of Fame. I hope mm. he shows up. I'm you already know up, he's not going to show up. Unless he can dupe somebody else into paying for him to get there. I'll pay for him. him up. I'll drive his little ass on up there. He can room with me. <laughs> Ooh. That's where the Facebook lives come from. I can, I can give it to you. <laughs> uh, I, oh, yeah, you do have his address. <laughs> yeah. So if he don't show up at the Bare Knuckle Hall of Fame, I might just have to go to old Baltimore and see what's cracking. Well, it does sound like he's got to the, what, the end of June? End of the, he's no, got, he's got, got a the month. May. Well, I know for the Bare Knuckle Hall of Fame is this coming weekend, but you said oh, earlier yeah. you got about a month. To no, he's got the, the end month. of this month. To end of this paid. month, okay. So there you go. You got a what? A week? Two yeah, weeks we to get a pay? You better start selling that sweet ass or something, because <laughs> I know you're probably at what five, six hundred dollars at least. <laughs> More like about eleven hundred. Okay, and that's at least at least a week or two worth of fucking pay. So I don't know what you, I don't know what you're doing, Paul, but you need to get eleven hundred bucks, or you're going to get eleven hundred dollar ass whooping. Message, Susan. Thank you for coming on, sharing your story with me and Brandon on Monday the Holy hell, was that? They don't forget my <laughs> What kind? What kind of vehicle was that? I'm in Biloxi. Oh, Dude, so they, they got the, the big trucks. Pieces of shit, Mustangs. Ah, uh, and no, it's a Mustang, I think. Okay. But well, my, I love Mustang, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ruin it by the the way that some people do. <laughs> yeah. yeah so these, these motherfuckers out here, bro. Yeah. 
Susan, again, like I said, thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing your story. It needs to be heard to not only make you feel a little bit better to get that thing off of your shoulder, but like Brandon said, to help others in the future so shit like this does not happen. Now, I'm going to open this up. Paul, Jules, you are more than welcome to come on with Mondays with Mallow and sit with Brandon and myself and have a debate. We said it last week. It didn't happen. Well, in the last week, there's a lot of shit that's been going on. And now we have Susan on here to explaining the departure between herself and BKM. Well, I don't know what else to say. I'm sorry that the shit happened to you. I appreciate you coming on and sharing it. Like Brandon said, you're going to save a life, uh, hopefully at least one. I mean, hopefully it doesn't get to that, but hopefully you can save at least one person by watching this. Yeah, that that first podcast I was on, they they coached me and not to say anything. But then, like, I, I wasn't had a gonna whole. Let you do that. Well, Brandon, there I was a told whole. Brandon. I'm tell you there right, was I a whole bunch of people. There was a whole bunch of people that contacted me, and they were just mad that I didn't give all the details. And then when you reached out to me, you know, um, I figured, you know, might as well. So the well, best place to do it. Well, you just seem like a good guy, Dan. And then, you know, I kind of wanted to patch things up with that green-haired guy, too. So, Well, here he is. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, do you got anything else for her while we got her on? No, I mean, I appreciate you, uh, you know, telling your side of the story and, and you know, being forthcoming with stuff because I know it's hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't want to deal with the bullshit. You don't want to deal with the drama. But. I truly believe that you were put in this situation so you could bring light to it. You know what I mean? Cause who else is going to do it? So proud of you for that. Thank you for doing that. Um, anybody on BKM, like if you could, if you could send Dan a list of BKM people so he can tag them all in this video, they need to watch this. Um, I I, guess board, what? Guess board. what? I built the roster. I will send you the roster. Boom. Tag every fucking one of those. And, you know, like there's a million different companies to to, to go see. You've Mm -hmm. got Moo Cow. You've got Goat Combat Agency. You've got Kevin Smith. You've got um, First Round. You know, you got a plethora of good, legitimate companies that are licensed. They got bank accounts. Um, Go to them. You don't need to go to a dude that looks like he just got off the car lot. Uh, you know, like every manager that I know owns a vehicle that's made in the 2000s at least. This motherfucker's walk, driving around hush puppy tennis shoes and shit. He, he has no license, can't get on a plane. You got to take a Greyhound places. This is not a dude you want to do business with. Nope. I mean, Who wants to walk around with a manager that's going to get his ass whipped every time he sees a green hair guy? Or or that's somebody that's going to ask for a part of your portion of your check once you win because he doesn't have a way home. Exactly. Guys, this has been Combat Zone. This has been Mondays with Mallow. Brandon Lambert, Mallow himself, Susan, thank you again for coming on. And as always, you can check everything out on BWSports1.com, the YouTube channel, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything powered by Elite Performance 765-499-1005 and Turp House Clee. Turp House 
clean right there at terpassclean.com, correct? Clear. Clear. God, I'll get it right. Terpassclear.com. It's Mondays. It's all good. There you go. <laughs> right off the road, right. Use BW Sports One as that promo code at terphouseclear.com. And we will see. Did I say it wrong again? No, you did it good. I was oh, just, I was just, I was just backing it up. <laughs> we will see you next time here at Combat Zone. Everybody, thanks at all. Peace.